Howdy folks, Dix of the Black Pants Legion here, and welcome to the Black Pants Legion podcast. To my right is Mr. Mike. Hello. To my left is Mr. Goat. Hi there. And today the podcast is about Detroit, Wisconsin, and transhumanism. So here's the thing. We went on a road trip and we wanted to see some Legionnaires in various uh, places. And our first step on this road trip, uh, the first state and location we arrived at, was uh, America's other uh, city of brotherly love, um, <laughs> the home of RoboCop, the home da, da, of the da, da, tiger in the abandoned Packard plant, the twice. home of the house jackers. Um, the, well, they, ha- the, they have one now. They, did, <laughs> yeah, they might have a couple by this yeah, point. The, yeah, now they literally have a home. Yeah. Um, the only place where a house is under $10,000, if you can make the lights work, Detroit, USA, Motown, the home of Fordite, the home of Smonk. Oh, yeah. And it's got a lot of wonderful, uh, we, we really enjoyed ourselves in Detroit. I'm, I'm just going to say this. We went to Detroit and Detroit being Detroit. And I know I shit on Detroit. There's a lot of people out there who live in Detroit and love Detroit and are from Detroit. And I'll tell you this much. I got my fucking grad degree in Detroit. Fuck you. I I know what eight miles like, and I know which end of eight miles is actually dangerous. So don't well actually me. So here's here's the thing: is we went to Detroit, and Detroit being Detroit, what happened, guys, when we got there? The power went out for two days. The power, the power went, went out, out for yeah. two days. It just yeah. We we <laughs> recorded a podcast, and then literally that like next, I think it was like the day next day, it was just out. Yeah, the power just decided to take a break, and it took a break for two days. I, I it put more than half the city out of power. Eighty percent, yeah, yeah. It was it was fucking hilarious because the the guys are like, "Oh, the storm is bad," and I was like, "Depends on what it does to the power." <laughs> that was my only response. That's the Detroit experience. Well, yeah, it that's was, concrete, baby. Well, it was it was hilarious because the next moment was like the power goes out, and you guys are like, "Oh, how long do you think the power is going to go?" Out? And then you just hear next door. I have a generator cranking yes. up, and I'm like, yep, that's Detroit. It's just like, power goes down. I ain't missing the game. It's a city full. It's a city of survivors. Yeah. Like, it, the average person you meet in Detroit is a lot tougher than the average person you meet from any place where things have gone nice in their life. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I, I knew we were going to Detroit when the fisheries vehicle passed us for the local fisheries office, <laughs> and it looked like Max Tack. <laughs> yeah. It just rolls it like by. like an armored truck on Just, by. yeah, armored truck, brush guard, armored windows just driving by, and I'm like, ah, yes, the fishery, wildlife, and cyber psychosis hey, unit. Hey, you put that fishy trap on. <laughs> Is that a mallard? <laughs> Yeah, they are. Um, it, Detroit's an interesting city. As the sun started to set, everyone started to accelerate to get inside <laughs> yeah. the bubble. And it was funny because we were driving, and then all of a sudden, you just saw traffic start to lurch at the sun at a certain point in the sky. And it was like, what's going on? And I was like, you got to get while the getting's good, my friend, <laughs> because at a certain point <laughs> at night, some of these street lamps don't work anymore, and some of these places become a lot more, uh, what's the word? Lively. <laughs> yes. And, and there's a lot of... It, the you know, eyes in the dark glow brighter as the night falls. The hills have eyes become real. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's the thing is Detroit is amazing, though. 
Buddies is great. Fuck Jets. Um, I know the Buddies and Jets is the huge thing, but Tom, I'm sorry, but in he's Buddies not here versus to defend, Jets. He's not here to defend Jets. I understand that. He didn't that. even defend that. I like Jets. That's what he'd yeah, say. That's true. And he's wrong. Um, he's wrong. We, we met the GM You're lawyer. You're the only person I know who has a hatred for Jets. I don't hate Jets. Uh, I don't hate Jets, Jets at all. Jets is beneath that. No, no. What I, <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I don't. I, is, I, this, is this like your um, I don't, Skyline I, Chili? Like, I, I will not go to jets do they put carpet on the floor no it's that's not my, that that's my litmus no, test no. for if a, if a restaurant no. sucks this does is, it have carpet <laughs> this is this is a it's, it's kind of like if you're in philly there's the two cheesesteak places gino's and pat's right and they both claim to have invented various parts of the cheesesteak phenomenon and they may or may not be telling the truth i'm pretty sure they're both telling the truth because they have too much evidence to back it up yeah but it's like you're one or the other right I'm a buddies guy. And so I like buddies. Buddies was nice. Buddies was nice. And it wasn't unreasonable. And we met the GM lawyer there. A very nice guy. Yeah. Uh, he, he shook our hands. And then. Uh, he still wouldn't show us a fusion plant. Yeah, he, we, yeah. We asked him for all of you people out there listening. We met this GM lawyer who is a real person. It, it's not like a gag. Yeah. He, he's like, he, he came out and he was incredibly professional. Incredibly pro- polite. I, like I, yeah, I look like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo and even yeah, I'm like, I like should. A, and, yeah. And he looks like a space Marine. Yeah. He yeah. looks like a space Marine. I'm imagine, like, imagine, Zoinks, yeah. what's going on guy. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a space Marine with like a business suit. You know what I mean? And yeah. so he's just like, he's, he's like, gentlemen, good day. And he's, he's all friendly and fine and very, very pleasant company. And so then we go shooting and, you know, to get the full Detroit experience at a gun range because yeah. no, yeah. no, what I'm saying <laughs> is an that's actual a, designated gun range, not the city itself. No, that's, that's different. And <laughs> so have to make the distinction. It's well, one is practice and one is survival. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to say this in Detroit gun ranges are a fairly common activity um, that and I've I'll, I also used to go to a place that had a gun range a gun store an amazing restaurant and a haircut place and so it's it's one of those things where you just find that it's just another business there. But no, it was a very wonderful gun range. Everyone was really polite uh, when we had our booth go down. They were like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just move to the next booth. No big deal. Everyone was just exceptionally nice in every strata of society we met in Detroit. Everyone was on their best behavior, like their life yeah, depended on it. It's or almost something. like everyone was like really didn't want to have to pick a fight with anyone. Yeah, it's it's almost like the city had already had enough trouble and was just every time somebody had the chance to look at somebody else and do something, they're like, yeah, you're not worth it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just it's went, too expensive. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I meant is I was, I was just not like... Not the city, just the idea that you're going to do something like, ah, that's going to cost like five bucks I've to clean like, up. I've got like five bullets left. Yeah. Got to save them. But no, Detroit... It's a city of survival, not a city of just killing. No, it's and it's it's a... There's a lot of wonderful people in Detroit. Like, yeah. everyone we met was nice. Stryker offered us his hospitality. His house was excellent. And yeah. he cooked burgers. And, and, and then when the power died, we all sat in the dark and Goat played music. And we, we lit candles. And we just kind of sat around and hung out as Goat played music. And yeah. it was really cozy. And yeah. you have to be mindful of moments like that in life. Even if, you know, the power fails and it's a hot room and whatever else. And you're on vacation. And someone has a guitar or starts telling stories. And that's kind of that's kind of where it's important, I think. I took, well, I took a lot of photos of that. Um, they're mostly just in the dark. 
and can't see anything. Yeah, and you also brought the camera with like a lens to like take yeah. pictures of low passing satellites. I yeah, I brought the lo- okay. I this you're like lo- I'm gonna bring my camera on the trip, and you bring the bazooka. I bring yeah, I bring a bazooka lens that I is really not that great for. We anything. went to a wedding. What are you gonna do? Take a picture of their pores? Yeah, I was like, hey, okay, everybody, take a stand over there. I'll take a picture, and then I just get a picture of goat's shoulder. <laughs> like that's the only thing in the frame because that's how that's the far zoomed out I can go on that lens. <laughs> It's it's no. incredibly like the I know. one I have is like right over there and I grabbed the wrong one because they both are like the same length. Well, I was going to say like, yeah, I was going to say, please don't use that camera in Detroit because people will think you're the police. <laughs> They'll just be like, it's I, the if cops. If you noticed, I didn't bring it out that often. Yeah, it's the cops. They they would think you're like a PI after somebody or the police. That, that would not be a pleasant encounter. I did get some questions for the Detroit trip. Oh, excellent! Interested. Yeah, we 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 decided to ask questions live to the BPL. Well, deputy is currently still labeling things. We want to give him some time to catch. Yeah, up. we well, Debs Debs are working on labeling our questions so that we can just read them instead of hashtag numbers. He he will say so and so asked this, or I think this is this vehicle driving down the road. Yes, which he's usually right. It's more fun this way. It it's, really is. It's more fun when he when he goes through them. This first one is from Zenithar, and he says. It asks, any crazy billboards or road signs for the trip? Oh, God, yes. Um, all right. So, yes, what, at the quite Detroit, a <laughs> uh, okay, I'll say for the Detroit portion of the trip, you would never know. You would never fucking know Detroit made a single goddamn car or painted one in its life. In its entire fucking existence with how many marijuana billboards we saw. It's so it was, many. As soon as you cross the state line. As soon as, as, soon you, as, cross you, cross the, as soon as you cross the state line, they were like, hey, <laughs> weed exists. Are you aware there's cannabis? And I mean, Come to our cannabis place. And, every, and then the next one is the same thing for another place. And each and one another. was trying to outpun each other or be funny. Or it was, oh or it it was, was like 20 past four was the name of one of them. Oh, and that's the thing. is, is your dink. Oh, and that's what we were doing is we were rolling by and we were trying to guess who they were advertising to because we were we were watching these advertisements go by and if you're out there in the world you know what weed is i presume cannabis indica or sativa whichever you prefer or the third brand which is like tiny and hard to find a niche but uh yeah you you find yourself in one of those two camps and if you like the jazz cigarettes or the giggle smoke and it is one of your uh habits i will say this it's very simple you don't need advertisement. You know what the fuck it is. So yeah. in, in any sensible <laughs> no. advertisement. Okay. <laughs> no one's like, what? I mean, you, you were can involved. Weed? Like, what is this? Is- I can't. It's so hard. I have to have like 20 sales guys cold calling people with coupons to get people to buy right. my product. Go, what is on a McDonald's billboard? Welcome to McDonald's. Uh-huh. We and have deals. What is Oh, so there's a price on it, isn't there? Yeah. There's a price on it yeah. and a picture of what you get for that price. Yeah. Is that not wrong? Correct. I will and say it, even at their most minimal, they'll just have a picture of a hamburger and it says next exit. That's yes. it. No. Nothing all else. These, you're like no mate, fries no. come get all of fries. these <laughs> all of these all of these advertisements look like they were made by somebody who was incredibly stoned because it had nothing <laughs> to do with selling anything. It was no, like their just personal the product exists. Yeah, Did you was, know you can, it, weed is a thing? It was their attempt to explain their love of cannabis as a concept in a 
billboard. It's it's a series of artistic yeah. statements made by stone people with money. And if you drive around, like go look at the crazy weed billboards of the greater Michigan area, but also Detroit, and you will just go, what what are they selling? Is this art? Is this a statement? Some of them do have business information on them, yeah. but it's usually in the corner and it's hard to read. It yeah, it's just, like located on uh, yeah, 6th and 18th, yeah. like really tiny. Located on... Like, you can't read that at 40. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're trying to dodge the shitty traffic in Detroit. Like well, potholes. Well, I'll say this. Detroit's roads look like someone took an A-10 and just did gun runs They look on like it. Fallout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll say this, though. Uh, the podcast, if we were able to record it, I forgot to bring my location if recorder. We but if we had it in, we were like... <laughs> you would have thought we were yeah. recording from a war zone. Yeah. <laughs> The first night we were there, Go was like, is Detroit all that bad? And then later that night, like, eight gunshots. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch next <laughs> no, to the text. Well, I was like, oh, hey, look, it's okay, Detroit eight, fireworks. Look, eight gunshots. Not That's not what was weird. What no. was weird is eight gunshots, no sirens. Don't worry about it. Nobody <laughs> nobody called it in. Somebody lost. Yeah, somebody lost. <laughs> and the guy who won ain't calling. Somebody found out. Yeah, and that's Detroit. It's just like, pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, yep. Creak, creak, creak. Yep, no, nothing. It just... People going about their business, and I'm like, yeah, man, you got to bunker down at night. Stryker's yeah. house is great. Yeah, it really is. Cookie Mama actually asks us, tell us a story about the best place each of you ate on the trip. Uh, I liked Buddies. Buddies. I, it's, I, I, mine's stuck between Buddies and Lux. Okay, the Lux Diner in- Lux Cafe. Uh, oh, Lux yeah. Cafe yeah, that one, in that Battle one was Creek, Michigan too. is- irresponsibly good the Lux cafe they're only open for breakfast they do omelets the size of your fucking head it's the all cheese like is excellent perfect. yeah it's, yeah it's it's picture perfect and, and it's old, not like and it's not expensive it's not busy it just looks like a normal diner like you'd expect it's not go to the Lux cafe in battle creek and just trust me just trust me just order stuff and the, the we were all like, like, oh my god, oh, like eating. We were like, like we wanted more, but that would because we're weird. used to road food just being yeah. grease and heartburn. You're just like that tasted like matter, and then you're just like later on in the road. And the wait sweating. staff was really fucking kind. They I were like surprised that everyone we were was so kind. Yeah. And, yeah, and they were again the people of Michigan, the people of Detroit. Everyone was so fucking polite and kind. Yeah. Yeah, Lux or Buddies. Buddies was really good. Buddies is like Detroit uh, pizza. Yeah. It's greasy as fuck. Buddies is like inside of an old Applebee's, but done with food that's actually cooked. Like, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine reheated. if someone strong armed the owner of an Applebee's out of existence. No, it, like it's same like, We're making pizza here. Get the fuck out. It's like the opening day is the uh, the ending scene from what is it Office Space, but with microwaves instead of the copy machine. Yeah, just smashing it. And be like, <laughs> we're taking over, boys. We're gonna make this in motor pans. Yeah, that's how you make a buddy's pizza. Use a tool pan. Yeah. <laughs> that's, by the way, if you've ever had the personal pan pizza, that's a Detroit thing. Domino's just made it circle. It's supposed to be square. You get cheated out of pizza. Yep. Less pizza. You got less pizza. For Go to more buddies. Money. Exactly. Go to buddies. So the next question is from Spaz, uh, who asked. Hello, Mr. Kusafiller. Yeah. Best only war interpreter ever. Excellent character. Yeah. Excellent I gave character. him so much shit, but he was an excellent character. Um, he asks, what is the context of that text picture where it looks like his soul's been ripped out? And just for context for people who can't see it, text took a close-up picture of his face to send to uh, friends on Discord, and it looks like he's staring into oblivion horror. 
uh, off to the side, like really eyes watering everything. It looks like he's seeing something horrifying. So what was the context? Uh, two days without much sleep at all. Yeah. And a death in the family. And then someone asking, oh, is everything all right? And I just sent a picture of my face. I find that that conveys a lot more than paragraphs of text. <laughs> yeah, that really does. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It is an expression of pain. No grim, though. Mm. Um, Polish asks, would he buy a rocket-propelled grenade launcher if he could spend the cash guilt-free? Would I buy a rocket-propelled grenade launcher? Yeah, so an RPG. If I could spend them... Uh, that's the issue, is the guilt-free part. Anytime I've ever been given any sizable boon, whether it is a job opportunity or an education opportunity or upward mobility or anything like that, I have been so fucking stupid to the point of damaging all of my possibilities heavily by trying to bring other people with me. And I always do that. I, I've just learned that, that that's just how my brain thinks. So when someone's like, I've joked a lot on this on the podcast or on Patreon or, you know, on streams, but if someone gave me like a million dollars and said, you have to spend this and worse yet, if they said, spend this on yourself, it would probably take me the rest of my life because I wouldn't know what to do. I'd go out and buy like... I feel a, the same way. That's what I mean is it's like rapidly, gentlemen. I say this rapidly, as quickly as you can. What would you do with a million dollars? Buy land. Buy land. Okay. I, I was going to say the exact guns. same way. I was going to say buy land. So, buy land, cars, machine guns. Okay, so stuff that appreciates in value for five hundred, Alex. Got it. Well, I want and stuff that will like free me up from having to spend money in the future. And you want to know why I want to buy land? Why? So I can live on said land. I like I like the idea of actually owning something that I can live on and it's mine. And I can I, say like, hey, come over to my house, my house. And I I'm you gonna know? well and uh, house. I'm yeah, gonna, exactly. And I'm gonna say this like. Well, yeah, it's if if I had a million dollars, I'd probably buy a big parcel of land somewhere and build a nice big like commune and just have my friends live there if they want. If not, yeah. they don't have to or whatever, but just the enough PL lodge house. That's there. what I mean. It's just like a lodging house. And if people are traveling through or going through America on their way or journeys or whatever, they just need a place for a few weeks. Well, you know, there's a place. Well, here, here's a question for you. If you were to build this, would you have a Firewatch type house, like way up there, really high up? Would you live in something like that? No, because if you need a lot of people in there and so on. Also, I'm going to get old someday. My knees already make noise. I I I think you could do the Firewatch. Job. No, it's it's the well. I could, yeah, yeah. That's but, I, I would love to do that. But but what I'm saying is like jokingly, like stairs and shit fuck my knees up. Uh, it, there there was a as people have discussed. Or known, like I had an ex that was like an Amazon, right? Back then, that was fun for various reasons. Now, that's more appealing just because of stairs. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, please, Bridal, carry me. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Is it's just like as you get older, it's not a kink thing. My knees just hurt. <laughs> exactly. It's like I need help getting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's nothing about anything else. I help. <laughs> Yeah, but that's 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 the thing is it's like I a Firewatch Tower sounds really cool. I thought that, in, I, that, until, I thought we talked about this before yeah, I don't know, but, a podcast, but, but I was like, sounds, yeah, I could. It sounds could really cool 
until you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go. And then you walk all the way down it. And then you're like, oh, shit, I forgot my... And then you walk all the way up it. And then you're like, you know yeah, what? So I don't mean need my to... life where I, well, I try to leave the house. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, oh, but I like forgot. eight stories of that. You just go all the way down. Yeah, I'm going to be so on. fit. I'll be no, like a hundred years old with like the biggest fucking legs. Yeah, you'll have like big fucking legs. And then when you walk around, it will sound like Jiffy Pop. Yes. It will, it, people will just be like, what's that sound? Is like, this the oh, floss dance you kids are doing? Yeah. You're like, oh God, please oh, don't. it's Big Leg Mikey with his cripple leg. <laughs> <laughs> and sound horrible. Yeah. And I think the uh, other part of the trip, the Wisconsin part, was uh, probably the most like comfy... It was I, welcoming I'm, now, place. I'm going to say this. Everyone in Detroit was very friendly, very friendly. And everyone in Michigan was very friendly. If there was one term for Wisconsin, I would say welcoming. I think you're right. I think that Mike, you are absolutely right. Now I I'm only dinging Wisconsin food on one thing. Oh God. I have a limited diet. They fry everything. And it, everything's bread and fried. Everything. Now I'm going to, I'm going to say in our travels in Wisconsin, uh, big praise excellent praise and cheer and all due respect and one firm nod given to the wisconsin party of the black pants legion because their hospitality and kindness in wisconsin uh guided us to really see a lot of different parts of the state uh we were invited because it is wisconsin uh in short order we were invited to two weddings and a rin fair yeah um and and Wisconsin and a county fair. Yeah. And a county fair. So two fairs and two weddings. We saw a lot of Wisconsin very quickly and Wisconsin's hilarious. And no one seems to be terribly bothered by much. Everyone seems to be like, well, that sucks. And then goes home. I find the uh, exaggerate. There's a huge exaggeration of what is a Wisconsin accent because I didn't hear it. I, I really, I really, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I don't think so. I think that's more a UP phenomenon. But I, I, I barely heard it. If you pointed out, the uh, people in Wisconsin will lean into it. They'll be like, oh, yeah. You know, they'll they'll start just doing that right off. And you're like, fuck off. And well, I feel like back. a lot of those regional accents just nationwide are, have, start, have faded away the past generation or two. I agree. It has a little bit. Um, I, I was going to say, like, I heard it. I, I can hear it in some things, but nobody walks around with such a heavy amount of. It's usually like older people who have that accent. Well, younger I'm, people will say words that have them, but they won't like. It's not their. No, it's only certain words will have the inflection. Everything else is flat. Yeah, it's the same thing with Cleveland. I guess I, I was also well, gonna say we we visited in uh, was a game store called Noble Knight. Holy shit! That fucking uh, store okay. was sick, man. I'm gonna say this um, for for those of you out there who are in the role playing game community in uh, Wisconsin. We went to all your game stores, and the best part about not showing your face online and being fairly quiet in person is nobody knows who I am. So I just kind of walked through all of them. And uh, yeah, we did it in Michigan. We did it in uh, yeah. We we just yeah. walked right through. I mean, we we walked right through, and nobody recognized us. It was pretty cool. So uh, and that's, I'm easily the most recognizable because I'm the one with the but fucking no, hair. That's, that's <laughs> my theory: is you're not recognizable because people in their head don't associate things, and we're also very niche nobodies yeah i was gonna say that's the we don't have that much reach no we don't no 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 even then i walked into rooms of uh, people playing various tabletop games and to include battle tech 
back. And uh, <laughs> it's quite nice, I should say. And again, we're niche nobodies, so it's nice to be able to do this stuff. If anyone thinks that anyone out there would bray or... You have to you understand, know, like, think of it from our perspective. A lot of people give us praise for stuff online. And then we, we're like, oh, fuck, a lot of people must know what we do. And then we'll go into a game store and nobody knows who the fuck we are. I'm exactly. like, oh, thank Christ. Thank Christ. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, I was like, oh, God, I hope, well, that, I no, hope that's because, not what happens. But no, it's because no, we we're want, still, yeah. Mike and Goat and I want the game store to be the game store. Exactly. We don't want it to be like, oh, people recognize us and suck up to it. No, we want the game store to be the game store. We want you know, yeah. the places to be the places. And it's nice to know that we can still access those places without anyone, you know, bothering us. Um, however, Noble Knight, holy shit, what a game store. What a game store. What a game. And all the staff, incredibly helpful, very polite. Um, if I had, look, if I had a, a very large disposable income, I wouldn't have one for very long if I had to go there. Because I, I saw so many things where I'm like, nope, we, we even can't had, do that, Mike. <laughs> no, everyone everyone was incredibly polite, like just bubbly polite, you know, yeah. um, direct. And they they pointed out just all sorts of very nice things like, oh, yeah, over there's the bargain, you know, area and you can get all sorts of stuff and there's great shit. Oh, did, what book were you looking for? Don't worry. I'll find that. You can and, get 90s World of Darkness stuff for $3. Well, it's not only that. While that guy was dealing with you, I saw something that I haven't seen in a game store since uh, a long time ago. I saw another employee, a lady, come up and check me out while you were being checked out. They didn't just sit there and stand. They I actually been to a lot of game stores. Well, that's what I mean. Is it's just like the problem I went with the one in Rio when I was a teenager, and they were pretty attentive. But that was kind of like well, a newer, more novel thing there. I think. Well, I understand that when anything's new and fresh, it's yeah. going to be really well attended. But no, the the thing is, is that it's like most game stores know that if the owner is talking to somebody at the counter. No sales are going to happen for the next three hours. And so you're just going to sit there and be like, oh, come on. I just want to buy some fucking dice. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and I yeah. Was like, you didn't have to sit there and wait for the guy who's got like the like rare limited edition of magic Pokemon cards that he has no, to like exactly. talk to this. He's like, exactly. I think I can get like $34 for at least this uh, page God, alone. You're yeah. like fucking move, dude, right get down the line. And so I saw that just like, <laughs> no, it was just professional. It was like lady stepped in, did it. And I was like, that's really nice. That's very professional. I yeah. like seeing that in a game store because I hate when you go to a game store and it's the only game store and the guy who sits behind the counter, everything has a story. And he can't just sell something. And I, I understand some yeah, people... Yeah, no, no. It's, it's okay to be sociable and like course, talk, but like... but run a business. Yeah, like if you see people queuing up, you're like, hold on a minute, let me clear these out. Well, That's I what mean, I did when I was a cashier. You can be the sweetest person in the world yeah. in any job you do. But if you are like an ER nurse and you're like talking to somebody and being sweet <laughs> as hell to them... And saying, oh, any more thing more I can get. And someone's like bleeding out their asshole in the next room and dying <laughs> from it. You need to maybe, you know, reprioritize. And so it's it's one of those things of like in a game store where certainly it's a lot less peril. But there's a lot more awkwardness and all the autistic people standing there trying to buy their things and trying not to talk to anyone. So uh, I appreciated that. And Noble Knight had an awesome selection of goddamn everything. So I was like, that's very nice. It's nice to see these game stores doing well. And I'm going to say this er again, everyone in Wisconsin um, for is a state that everyone says is drunk all the time. I didn't see that many hammered people. And no. it was 
everyone drove very defensively. People like, Wisconsin drivers are terrible. And I noticed everyone drove like they were 80. Yeah. They drove at 45, and if you came near them, they just slowed down. They drove at 45 and a 45. Yeah, they were just like, I'm going to do right on the button. <laughs> and yeah. Just, yeah. We were in, and we were even warned, like, hey, don't speed through certain townships because cops are, like, waiting. And we're from areas where it's like, who gives a shit? And uh, we were, like, going back from where we were visiting, and this was like what two or three fucking like deputies just parked there and it's it's like a, a middle of nowhere fucking highway it's not yeah. like an interstate yeah and it's like jesus they really there's not much to do out there no no and, and that's the thing is i i realized everyone was just so polite no matter what you said or whatever like you you just talk to people and everyone would just drop everything to talk to you and i just go you're not in a rush you're not in a hurry i'm not distracting you and they're like no i'm happy you're talking to me and i'm like what the fuck is this yeah, place because i've lived in ohio and pennsylvania and people are polite there but they're not very friendly no that's exactly no, wisconsin right. is polite and friendly yeah wisconsin wants you to move to wisconsin it's almost like they have a huge labor shortage yeah no wisconsin is like you look like a strong person would you like three thousand dollars to inject plastic molding sign here we'll Please. give it to you <laughs> by the way if any of you out there are like without work and you would like to learn a new job invade uh, the state of wisconsin the state of wisconsin we were seeing billboards around sheboygan where they were saying it looked like multi-level uh, marketing scheme shit where yeah it's but like, it was you for could jo- get five thousand dollars right now no it's it's but that it's, it's, it's that big a shortage they're yeah. like if you sign now to learn this job we will give you three thousand bucks just, just sign around for six months yeah that and, and i'm just going like holy shit like if if that had happened during the great recession when that had happened i would have been there in 10 seconds yeah i there, there would have been a mass migration from ohio <laughs> you, you would have had everyone line up and be like wow the great recession sucks too bad i have this 22 dollar an hour manufacturing job where all i have to do is haha press button machine go burn <laughs> yeah and it's like please we're not doing overtime and weekends anymore please yeah they were like optional overtime no pressure whatsoever form as many unions as you want just please show up (laughs) (laughs) i don't care if you're running unions please run the mill (laughs) i don't know i gotta speak with my rep about this ah geez dude no but what i'm saying is it's like it's nice to see a place where people are making shit and everyone's happy and i've just walked around and i'm like why is everyone so fucking happy it's uh yeah all right what well, are the questions that's the other thing it's like we you joked at one of the weddings when we met um the groom's dad the groom was a legion guy it's like yeah oh yeah we're his you said like we're his degenerate gaming crew Correct. but like everyone apart from us was like married with kids and some of them are like my age i know and that's, a, that's <laughs> yeah a we look like we we definitely look like we don't belong <laughs> and that's, that's we, well, we definitely stood out well yeah by my skin color yeah <laughs> well, well no it was also just that we were all like kind of dressed like goat how was, we normally dress <laughs> goat was the darkest person we saw most days Ugh. enjoy your token status goat. i've i've been, i've had the token status my whole life no but in he's wisconsin had it since he's lived here but what i'm no, saying i've had it when i lived in brazil and when I lived in the U.S. before, oh yeah, I know because that's the problem. That's is the in Brazil, thing about dual, dual nationality. It doesn't that suck? Yeah, so that's that's the thing is it's you, you don't fit in anywhere. Welcome to the world where no one does. A stranger, I remember. We're all strangers. Goat. When's yeah. the last time you felt like you were home? Um. Okay, oh, we have. <laughs> all right, more questions. Yeah, more I got questions. a question from the Ox. Oh hell yes. 
And the question is, the different ways you've had Who's to... asking? Uh, this is from Mad Ducks. Okay. And they're asking the different ways that you had to resort to in order to keep recording over the years, different setups and such, including <laughs> dozens of seconds of commentary about various levels of makeshift jank. Oh, God. Oh. You just gave them all flashbacks. Uh, all right. So... We all three have stories. Back, I could even... Day, if I could vouch I remember, for both of these guys, too. All right. My YouTube career began with the decision to buy a handle of whiskey, as I had been accustomed in those era. <laughs> or fraps. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Fraps, Fraps is an older screen capture software. It, for a time, was pretty much the only one that was worth a shed, and then it got really weird. So, Fraps was great, dot, 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 for a time. Yeah, I remember this, too. And then after that, it was Bandicam, and the Fraps era was a series of headset microphones. Bandicam was just spyware, in my opinion. I know it wasn't really, but that's how I view it. it. I was like, ugh. It just felt awful. But no, I had Fraps for the longest time, series of headset camera, or series of headset microphones that were all shit. My voice was in better form back then, so it didn't matter as much. Uh, then there was the era of the snowball microphone, uh, which was yes. on the corner of my desk and bandy cam. That that was the second pairing. I had to yell to be heard because that snowball will pick up everything in the room. It will pick up wind. It will pick up a cat licking itself. It will. But it pick won't pick up. up your voice, right? So <laughs> I had to yell, and that was when my voice was getting worse and worse and worse because of throat degeneration before I got a handle on that. So that did me wonders. And then um, after that, we had a series of different hookups until we finally arrived with OBS and Electro Voice RE20 with an analog to digital setup. Yeah, Through analog to digital is Scarlet. a lot of fun. Yeah, so we have the Scarlet 2i2 hooked into a analog mixer hooked into well it, well yeah the pipeline is your mixer is hooked into the 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 interface the 2i2 and right. then that's connected to your computer and that's and then you, and then i have a phantom power hookup for the microphone and then the microphone yeah, you have the mixer, a, and then the yeah the, you have an inline gain and then uh, the digital device. to the mixer and then the mixer to the computer it's just like it, well yeah. it's it, yeah it's it's all just like pipes and wires but if you do it right you get your audio instantaneously so there's no delay I no. And you also are able to do a lot better with monitoring. Now, you can as, do it with software. It's just expensive. As far as jank goes, I remember the worst fucking headset I had, believe it or not, was a Sennheiser. I had this. I don't believe. Yeah. I had, I had a, they I had made a, some pretty bad fucking I had headsets. a expensive ass Sennheiser headset, one of the nicest ones with this like featherlight microphone and everything else. And I was like, oh, yeah, nice. And so what happened was after three weeks, one ear died. And I was like, what the fuck? I was poor as shit, so I sent it back into Sennheiser, and they sent it back to me, and the other ear didn't work, and I was like, what the fuck? So I sent it back to them, and they sent it back to me. Both ears worked fine for another six weeks, and the microphone died. So I sent it back to them, and they sent me a different headset, and they were like, the matter is concluded. <laughs> I was just like, this, this is a shell game, gentlemen. Like, if you made a bad headset, that's fine. Just give me my money back. Sure, no problem. But don't be like, well, A plus B equals D plus dicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I actually think that uh, with Sennheiser in general, they have not made anything really that exciting or that great since, like, 2010. They were really exciting. They were really like, fucking great for everything. Well, and then they just, like, went, well, I guess we'll just sell shit at Best Buy. <laughs> 
and they just took a dump. I so don't, what's whatever? What's your well? Okay, Jenkins well, set. Yeah, Jenkins setups. Go. What do you got? Um, the oh. only thing that comes to mind was that I used to have like a blue snowball. Or like one of those. Like, you had that, and you had the worst internet in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was that was your one I two had, of. I jank. had Rugnet. Yeah, you had Grug. Oh my god, I remember the screenshots yeah, you showed me. I, like they were I was fucking like, hilarious. Yeah. I, um, this was like right after I graduated <laughs> college. Um, <laughs> it, was and it was the worst still, internet. It was still student housing, like yeah. off-campus student housing, because like I had friends that were still in school, and the, uh, anyway. But it's like, oh, inter- I want to be able to run RPG, but what keep cut out? Uh, so, like, some of the technical people in Legion was like, oh, you know, go to the site to run the tests. And then I run it, and it's like, and, and then I just, I knew it was bad. So, like, I just superimposed, like, a picture of, like, the, like, ink Grug Woolyax, where it's, like, the stock market crash. Yeah, just, rock market go boom. Rock boom. market go kaboom yeah and then posted it there and it got pinned i remember it was like so awful yeah. it was like one of the worst <laughs> things we t- ever saw terrible. that plus the snowball you'd be like roll uh, you played uh, god you ran a game of paranoia where your voice was cutting out yes. and we just played that as like no that's what the ai is doing yeah the like, voice is just cutting off you gotta interpret it the best you can yeah and if you fuck up it kills you and so it was just like you and okay and we were like uh yeah <laughs> no, you missed. You did, didn't do what I said, Dad. Um, yeah, and just kill people at random. The one thing I miss about that microphone is that it's on a little tripod mount, so I could just use that to hold down the push to talk key. Oh God! And play guitar in SCP Secret Lab. I remember. Yeah, that that was a good time. I gotta figure out a way to to do that if if we ever play that again. We probably will. It's not the jankest thing I've ever seen. You have actually. Goat has actually oh, made yeah, the most cursed. Display. You made the most cursed <laughs> jank display connection yes, I've did. ever seen in my yeah. life, and it worked, which yeah, Nick fucking blew me, me away. Nick gave me an old monitor, and it's like cool. You know, I, w- I was still like not making very good money at the time, so it was like hell yes, best thing ever. And then it's like Mike, how do I hook up? You know, messaging yeah. him about it. It's like, oh, you gotta put the display shit. So, so tell him what I what I unga bungaed. Um. Okay. So he had his graphics. Okay, he had plugged in his monitor into his graphics card, which was good. But then he plugged this other one into the computer's onboard graphics card, which everyone makes that mistake. It's because you got too poor. You know, which one you, you pick your graphics yeah. card if you're wondering. I'm Every, kind of retarded. No, no, no. Everyone makes that mistake at least once, but it's okay. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that was your issue. But then when I went to go unplug it, I noticed there was this daisy chain of cables I had never seen before in my life. Yeah. It started out as a VGA cable going in. took from work. Yeah, that goes from the... It wasn't going from the monitor. It was going into, like... Uh, Another VGA to HDMI adapter. Yes, a VGA to HDMI adapter so he could hook it up to his monitor. And the VGA went back out to DVI, which then connected to the computer. Well, I thought it was going to connect to the computer, but no, no, no. Here's the most. Here's the best part. He hooked it up to, like, a USB DVI, like, video capture device and plugged it into his front USB slot. And I was like, well, why is there a thing plugged up into the onboard graphics card? It was an, a wire that went to nothing. And I was like, 
goat how did you get this to work how is this monitor even turning because the wall the monitor was turning on and it was like flickering a little bit and it was like wouldn't show things correctly sometimes i just thought i bumped it on the right back <laughs> yeah and i was like you have like a daisy chain of cables going from digital to analog to digital to I, back to I just did it, trial and error until it worked it worked i can't say it didn't it was just the funniest thing because i worked in schools watching teachers do the same thing with like vga and shit yeah, like teachers in schools, like they'll do anything to get Sparks the projector to work. Out. Yeah. And, and it's like a, a giant daisy chain of bullshit. And I was like, wow, this is probably the most jank thing. But as far as audio goes, I don't think your audio has ever been really that jank, at least not from my no. position. It's just just my internet was really bad when I was starting out. Mm. I, I had, All I had as far as jank audio is a headset. And I wanted to do voiceovers for these videos I was doing. This is back in like 2007. And I was like, I'm going to do voiceovers for my videos. And so I couldn't, I like, I couldn't stand the, like the P. The plosive sound. Yeah. I couldn't. Plosive. So I put, I grabbed like a fucking sock and put it right over my microphone and like recorded it that way. But I sounded like I was over here, like way off in the distance because it was now much softer. And so it's me yelling, but it sounds so soft. And it was an incredibly weird experience to like try to bounce that to a video. I didn't have a proper recording device or anything. I was just doing it all on a headset. And then eventually I learned how interfaces worked uh, for my friend. And uh, just kind of used that from then on out. Um, I've had some pretty jank headsets. But those I think everyone's got a story with. I think the most one I had is just like an earpiece that would just I had it. I just didn't want to get rid of the headset because it sounded good. So I just had this big giant fucking duct taped earpiece on there. And that's about it. Duct tape fixes everything. All right. Next question. Yeah. Also, I think everyone has duct tape fixes for most of their stuff. Well, the next question is uh, from Vulcan 616 and they ask for the transhumanism debate with the industry of gaming being what it is and virtual growing virtual reality growing. How quickly do you guys see transferring your full consciousness into virtual setting obviously this comes with a few huge hurdles to jump no kidding yeah. given we're all gamers here just thought i'd throw it out there if it hadn't been discussed already which we have actually I haven't heard a uh, every single podcast yet okay all right no is transhumanism i find fascinating uh, a lot of the people i've talked with especially folks in the aux and folks in the bpl know that as as a subject especially in let's plays and everything else i find the idea of us biohacking ourselves into another layer of evolution or at least evolutionary advantages or expressed evolutionary advantages to be kind of where we're going uh we're looking for ways to improve our way of life on earth and that's opening a lot of Pandora's boxes, as it were, in terms of what we can do. Yeah. And the reason I bring up transhumanism, um, at least in terms of idea before we get into that, is you look at something like CRISPR. And we had a guy in the Legion for a while, and he's visited us, and his name is Bast. And Bast survived cancer multiple times and talked about it. And it's because of CRISPR. And he was given an almost 0% chance of survival. CRISPR, boom, fixed, back to normal. Goes back to work. Works very hard. And he keeps doing it, and he keeps doing it, and he keeps doing it. Every time it comes, bam, CRISPR, fixed. I've met so many people over the past few years that have had serious genetic issues or serious, serious diseases helped by gene modification therapies. And 
had their life improved, and if not years to their life, certainly life to their years. And so we're starting to see this era of gene modification occur. And at the same time, we're starting to pursue things like man-machine interface. We're starting to get into places like, could someone who's a paraplegic move an arm or a legs? Could you reactivate a spine? All of these really interesting ideas being assessed and now looked at in seriousness. So it's kind of like on one hand, you have deus ex human revolution. And in the other, you have clear classic deus ex like biomod hacking. And both of these things are playing out at once. Both of these efforts. Now, I will say, obviously, step one is the stuff that is useful for medical reasons, like solving something that would normally kill you. Or replacing a lost limb or lost ability, like sight or sense or something. However, the question is, where do we go from there? That's where I think this stuff starts getting really interesting. Because that step is going to be here before you know it. Everything is in science. Breakthroughs happen every day. So I asked the question of, what do you think that's going to be like? So he's asking the question again of it, yeah, the man-machine interface, uh, the idea that you can hook yourself up to a machine and jump you are in now, the matrix. Yeah, you jump into the matrix yeah. of virtual world. Sure, I I think well, we sure talk, it's possible. I I just don't know how to do it. Well, and that's what we were talking about on the road into Wisconsin. Is is I was talking about the notion of transhumanism um, and how we're trying to jump into other worlds. We're trying to explore more of what it means to storytell, what it means to live lives, what it means to play a place, all of these things. I know, and I if, if it was a, a steady and stable technology that actually worked, um, I would definitely use I, it to explore worlds like no problem. I think it would 100%. be... 100%. I think it would be interesting, but I see, I see the hazards and issues of it. And that is if, for example... The the bulk of it is used for people to play D&D or meet old friends or, you know, like continue yeah, like a long the distance consumer part of it or, you know, continue a long distance relationship or whatever else that's like a modern peril. You know, long distance relationships are a more common thing because people are having to move to find work or whatever. Or yeah, yeah. people are living more digital lives after COVID. And Correct. So all of these things, you know, these technologies bridge that gap. They allow people to be closer together in theory. Yeah. The problem is the internet was designed in the same way. The internet was designed principally to bring people closer together in theory. Look at what it is now. Yeah. So I see the hazards in something like that that can also allow you to escape reality. That brings that to the next level. And so I see that as kind of Pandora's box and worth discussing. Well, it's because, you know, the escape from reality is something that we all do all the time. All the time. It's a it's a normal human function, and I think most creatures like us do this. It's, of course. Um, but it's also not something you can just in- externally insert through nature. You have to build something that allows you to do this. And so far as we know it, we're the only species that have built something like this. And so we have really no other recourse well, but to try it out. It's weird because then we start to get into this strange metaphysics question yeah. of what is real. Because if we create a simulation in our brain that is real and it's feeding the same neurons and everything else, what is real? And then the question becomes of subjective reality, that which I perceive for myself, versus accepted reality, that which all see and endorse everyone would begin living in their heads and I would see that separating people. It, yeah, it most definitely would. Uh, there would be a lot of people who just would never 
want to leave the simulation. Well, yeah, because everything's safe there and everything is ordered. It's kind of like the same thing of if you had someone who is a fighter, like a boxer, and you had them, all they do is lift weights all day and punch a bag all day. And you had another boxer who all they did was fight people all day. At the end of a year, who do you think would be the better fighter? Well, as long as the second guy didn't get effed up by injuries and stuff. Yeah. He'd be I'm, the best. The person, it's going to be practical knowledge. So the thing is, is if people live in their head their whole life in these ordered worlds that are altered and very false because they have been removed and sanitized and made pure or more appealing in various ways, I wonder how we will approach the future of human interaction if we stunt ourselves from lessons that are painful but need to be painful. Well, I feel like people that are going to that do that are going to just, you know, fade themselves out. They'll interface with other people in the system. They're going to get out competed though. No, I mean like they're going to interface with other people in the system yeah, itself. But what I mean is if you if you lose those like vital life skills and abilities yeah by coddling yourself it's going to be like needs today but the end of the day you still got to take care of the meat uh machine in order for you to interface with this anyway oh yeah it's it's one of those things where like because some people are thinking like we could just copy our consciousness into a machine no which which would be amazing you can make a copy of yourself but you're still in your meat yeah yeah it's like you could yeah sure you could copy yourself all day but guess what you're still there yeah, it's the it it's very uh, existential. Yeah, well, that would suck if you're like, I'm going to... No, you're still there. You just made a copy of yourself. You, you now have a robot you. Yeah, it's not you. It shares all of your insecurities. Thank you. Yeah, transportation and stuff like that. It's not something we have a full grasp on. Well, that's that's the one thing I think is kind of funny is in Star Trek, you you destroy someone's matter and to a matter stream and then you render someone into particles and then you shoot the particles somewhere and then you rematerialize them well you are making a copy of someone and destroying the original but the the pattern remains the fundamental like you you like get rid of you recycle basically like every like molecule in your body every like what couple years i hit the house with a bulldozer but i have the blueprints you have not only do you have the blueprints, you're constantly. Oh, I still have all the materials. It's constantly being rebuilt, and it's constantly, and it's still running. Well, I understand. That's that's what matters. Well, it's I, the 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 pattern. I and it's it's always like the tongue in cheek thing that pretty much everyone on Reddit does about Star Trek transporters. Like, oh yeah, it just kills them and respawns them, no. and it's like, no, I, I see. It's, I, it's do, a, I do see it as it's it's it's, it's a. It's a fun magical device sure. that was figured out with the magic of science from the guy from the universe that has flying Abraham Lincoln in a giant green. Oh hands. no, I, I think But people are like, no, that destroys them. It's like, no, no, it don't. I, I no, I think it does. And and I can I can be an asshole and think that. It's okay. I, I don't I disagree. I think I think I, yeah, I disagree too. But you're allowed to hey, you're allowed to have whatever you how want. Di- how you're not the you first person and you won't be the me. last person I, to tell I'm me. Obviously the only one who I, has I, I'm just saying if effect. if I like took quite you, literally everyone has made this argument. If, I go, I, I don't give a shit. I know, I know. I know. It's it's always you have to nitpick something about some show. Like it's yeah. it's, it's like in Star Wars. The only thing I could really nitpick about Star Wars and say that makes people absolutely furious. <laughs> I'm like, if you had a saber of light that could instantly cut metal in your hand, the whole room would be on fire. <laughs> you know, like that's just my 
that's that's my one thing. Everything else, if you want a World War II in space with spaceships, you could do that. Now, it wouldn't be smart, but you could do that all day if you wanted. If you want to have giant robot and clone armies, you could do that too in a future setting. I don't see that as that hard. But a saber of light being a standard issue among a certain group of people, I think that's insane. Uh, containment field would keep the heat from just burning everything in a room. Yes, but then it doesn't cut anything. No, it cuts it only if it like touches it. Only if yes, it if it breaches that containment field, it fills the room. I think you're trying to uh, yeah. insert the expanse in the Star Wars. You need you, you need no. to back yourself out of the Star Wars no, universe I like, with that. I like the expanse for being the expanse, I but I also have issues with the expanse. Oh my, yeah. Okay. My, what are your issues with the expanse? I want to hear this too. These have been really good so far. My my issues with the expanse are a few things. One is the the idea that there is a wacky drive that they're like, well, thanks to this one guy, fusion powers just <laughs> infinitely. This John guy, Fusion, John John P Fusion invented <laughs> this reactor drive that allowed it to do like by a trying mi- to run a fission reactor twice yeah. at the same time. <laughs> he he managed to make this. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's a hand wave thing. I liked. I like the space combat, but I I hate the hand of our mustache twisting of nya ha ha. Now these people are evil, and I'm just like, you're gonna run out of ships when it comes down to a naval engagement in any war. You don't just be like, then there's peace, then there's war again. Then no, that doesn't happen. You run out of boats. Well, every addition to the expanse is the Rossi versus the Earth government. The Rossi versus MCRN. Rossi versus the fucking I've seen 800 Ath- fleet fights. There's no more fleets. Rossi left. versus the unknown weird things. It's like that's literally the whole series. Yeah, and I'm just- like. Well, and here's my, here's my issue is that the the expanse is a show. The characters love are fun. Show. Love the show. Yeah, love the love show. It. But I have issues with everything. Yeah, I have issues with everything. I think, like I think the power uh, in the show, for instance, I think that the power armor is stupid. I think it looks stupid. <laughs> I think it looks like as a giant oh. bubble faceplate that just says "explode me." It does not look. It looks like something from Space Station Thirteen. It does. It's just like I have a mini gun on my forearm. How are you going to <gasps> stabilize yeah. it in zero g? How are you going to stabilize it? Don't worry. I Magnetic have, boots. <laughs> that's what I mean. Is you have an arm that just cartwheels because it has a mini yeah, gun on it. They mini you know, gun and then you see their like ankles bend backwards. Well, no, from it's the force. You're like, oh shit. No, it's not only that. You see this person in a suit with a mini gun arm. They fire it up and the arms starts to cartwheel around and around and around as you hear the operators scream like it would just be okay, like oh. but you have to understand mcrn had the fucking like what is it like the eye drop or something like you put it in and it would like all of a sudden you it, it was like meth basically yeah, they like, had what meth. is that and i i i get that but the small nitpicks of design choices They're like super science people just small nitpicks yeah. like in every show that's it it's, it's just small nitpicks. Like, I think the transporter kills people. I think lightsabers are bullshit. And I think the Jedi, as an idea and a concept, are mostly bullshit. Because it's like, you need to love and be at peace with everything, but don't fuck nobody, or you're going to go crazy. And you're like... It's it's the, well, um, what? It's, it's a dime novel interpretation of Buddhism. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's just not like, well, hold on. Wouldn't you want people defending the galaxy to be like just like a bunch of pansexual hippie bohemian types with lightsabers you want the sacred band of thieves yeah that's what i mean is i just want them to like ideally they wouldn't have a giant castle they wouldn't have castle jedi or whatever ideally they would just be split out among all the communities and whatever 
and just floating and gravitating toward problems and solving yeah, them. Yeah, be marshals. Pati- that's what I mean. Just patiently floating out. They'd have a house and a family on some planet, and then people would go, so-and-so just happened to system over. And you'd go, oh, let me call my friends and go deal with that. Instead of sitting in, like, giant space castle and being like, ah, yes, the Force. Yeah, well, that's the problem is that the, the Jedi will go into, like, they're like, oh, this is an old Sith ruin. Like, okay, first of all, why don't you blow it up? Why are you going in there? We but just already why wouldn't. You, why wouldn't you blow it up? Okay, let me ask you this. All right, real life. In real life, you have been to locations where you're by yourself and in the pit of your stomach, you feel like you need to get the fuck out of there. Uh, yeah. yes, yeah, at yeah. least once. Sure. The Jedi get that as like a magical ability. They go into this tomb and they get that feeling. They're like. I think I still need to go down I this hallway. These, I need to open these clay tablets. Yeah, that let's. Are, they're sealed in blood. I, I, I can't to, read this. A hey, universal translator, can you read this for me? Can and you summons? store this in electronic <laughs> media and then, sh- and then beam it to ship in orbit. So I think the Jedi's problem isn't like the sex thing or anything like that. I think they have a Call of Cthulhu problem where no, they are no, going what, after what, dark what universe saying, shit and they shouldn't. No, what I'm saying is that Jedi need a significant other. That's what I mean. They do. But no, because they would be like, I'm going to do this dumb shit. And they'd be like, my wife's going to kill me. They need the Arch yeah. Magica treatment. <laughs> That's what I mean is that just imagine that they're, they're going like, yeah, I'm going to do shit. No, I'd, fuck. I'd get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I can't go to that side of the galaxy. My husband's sorry, at home yeah. with the kids. I yeah, can't really. I, it's not my, I, I'm sorry. I, I agreed to the Monday Wisconsin thing. Jedi. The Wisconsin. <laughs> or not even necessarily like a, not even necessarily like a, like a partner. I mean, like partner as like as in like a like that kind of relationship i mean that just wouldn't like be dumb either like that a normal person well that think about in the lore they've shown yeah. well they've shown in the lore like oh if they work together they're stronger and i'm like then why wouldn't you encourage them to form because they'll fuck and it's like <laughs> so like it, whatever they'll look out for each other but what i'm saying is like usually if there's two of them they're harder I, to I, kill i also want to say yeah. like it, there's probably not too many species that will look at yoda and go yeah, I'll tap that. Except for humans, it's quite literally every other species of everything else would be oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Humans, humans will will bang anything. Humans, yeah. Well, that's that's the that's the DNA. So you could have partnered you know? Yoda up with like uh, what is a tentacle face dude? He would have been fine. Sure, whatever, whatever his name. I don't know who else, whoever was on the Jedi Council. Sure, there's a Wikipedia article on him, and someone's updating it right <laughs> now that says they were not fanfic you know slash lovers. Do not say it. Slander. No, 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 man. I know who they can partner up with. That guy who sent the VHS tape version of himself to the council meeting in the f- episode oh, one. Oh, the guy with, the, with like the like <laughs> super pointy head. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, said yeah, yeah. I sent a VHS tape of me just nodding and looking pensive. <laughs> well, it's because no, it's because that guy is at home. No, that guy is working from home yeah, with his wife. Exactly. He's got like the kids running around in the background. He's got the kids running around yes. in the background. He's like, hold on, let me just call in. Just shut the f- take the toys out of here. <laughs> you just uh, see his, yeah. yeah. You just see him mouthing what the fuck on the thing but it's no audio he has, he's mute he's like yeah because he just saw his kid like do a like a backflip off the cat he's, he saw yeah. his kid like put <laughs> he saw his kid like put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into like a tape player and yeah he's just like oh my god you know and they're like are you all right and he's like yes quiet he gets up from his chair and sits back a little more disheveled than last time <laughs> he just looks like he's been fighting kids <laughs> Yeah, one of them's got their fucking cone like, head stuck in the wall. He's <laughs> 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 just sitting there like, no, I'm fighting uh, local beasts here. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> Take that out of your mouth. Yeah. They're very dangerous. 
Yeah, no, I I think that's exactly what the Jedi he really was, need is just to be together. They need well, to, they need to stop well, being like, we're, just, we, like we're all together, so be people. separate. Let's all yeah. be together, but separate. What the fuck? Like, wouldn't you be like, hey, shouldn't we be training an army of these people, spreading them throughout the galaxy, and then just mellowing everyone or out? Or better yet, like, educating, like, normal people on what our, you know, belief system is. And yeah, maybe. Because, you know, like, when yeah. you have, like, a very strong belief system about how the universe works you tend to you want to go, make other, get go, other people go. to you don't, it and you, believe it too you don't need that they have life day princess leia sang songs the wookiee said stuff i saw it it exists george lucas it exists what the christmas, christmas special life Isn't that day something where it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> life day oh i thought you said oy vey. <laughs> no life day oy vey, it's life day <laughs> a festivus for the rest of us yeah all right so what's the next question yeah or are there talking any? about star wars my head's starting to hurt oh it always god makes my brain mush okay zinthar asks most catastrophic choice a player has made in a game i use the multi-melta <laughs> that phrase that's yeah i that, use the multi-melter that destroys everything uh we were on a shuttle escaping a planet we imagine were, a, a multi-melt is basically like imagine a welder but a shotgun yeah imagine a welder shotgun that deletes everything in a cone that's and the we size on, of a flak 88 we were on a shuttle escaping a planet <laughs> and there was this thing in the back we were fighting it was basically like the thing you know it was just yeah. this horrible mutant and, you know we were trying to fucking shoot it with flamethrowers and stuff and he's like i use the multi-melt and we all ate it Very right nice. out the side um it survived I'm trying to think it moved there were some pretty bad ones in my vampire the masquerade game and i don't i don't have anything really uh, other than the games that I've played with you guys. I, I have no real stories for me, so I leave this to goat. I'm trying to think. There were a couple ones where it's like people just rolled really bad, so they just like made these incredible gaffes. Yeah, no, uh, that's kind of like what they mean. Like, uh, But I mean, in terms of like dis- conscious decision. Um, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Oh, yeah, they were getting uh, going to ra- raid this neighborhood to clear out some sabat vampires that were they're hanging out there and as they're driving to it some guys come out of the bush and they're like these humanity zero vampires so they're basically like mindless yeah. animals but yeah, they just, have like yeah. but they still have like low cunning and their leader could still use like tools and guns and shit so they see these like and he looked like a resident evil monster yeah yeah, yeah. so like they call their boss like hey we saw this guy what the fuck is up with you know like he tried to like sideswipe us and almost knocked our van over what the fuck is up with that it's like oh yeah that's kill count he used to be like the he used to be the sheriff in town i i have i'm really surprised to hear he's alive and in there don't 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 fuck with him just just get away from that area he'll leave you alone we'll deal with him later and then they're like no slow the van down we're gonna fight him <laughs> and then their vehicle got wrecked several of their like npc helpers died everyone in the party almost died several of them got knocked into like critical injuries that took weeks to recover from but they did kill them they were just very very lucky but wow. it was really bad it was like one die roll at any turn away from a player dying i i just had a funny fucking thought 
What? So there is a role-playing game, the Star Wars role-playing game from Fantasy Flight, which is really good. Everyone says they like it, and all the pieces interchange with it. I just thought of an idea. Not sure if this would ever be a movie. What? Uh, but what something Mike said is just making me kind of smile. Uh, Wisconsin Jedi. Because that's he said it would just be like, because you said like a lady, like, oh, I got to get back. My husband has the kids or whatever, like yeah. Wisconsin Jedi. I'm like, could you imagine Star Wars Episode One? They go to that planet and they're like, yeah, you can't just uh, blockade. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> they just start off with that. Like, that's just how the it people there yeah. that are trying to, you know, get some green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, and in the opening scene with the little protocol droid bringing out tea, it wouldn't be tea. It would be like plates beer. of like beer and cheese and food. Huge and, signs of beer. Yeah. Like that table would be filled with food and they'd be eating while they're talking. Yeah. You're going to have to move your ships. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're still like movie fit. Like yeah. 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 And then they go up. They, yes. And, and then after they try to kill him, they just patiently walk to the bridge and just like the nerve on these guys. Yeah. Like the just nerve very, on these guys. Yeah. Just very patiently walk to the bridge and be like, well, I be. I, I just can't believe it. Well, oh, t- while, while one of them is talking, the other one just sees like one of those soap hand dispensers on the wall and just like gets their hands clean a little bit. Yeah, they're just sitting there like, <laughs> they just go to the bridge. Very normal. <laughs> they just go to the bridge and they're just like, can you move the ship? And the guy says no. And they're like, all right. And they just destroy everything and leave. Oh, wait. I, I have one more for like stupidest decision in an RPG. What's that? Um, also Vampire the Masquerade. Not when I was GM. Um, one of the players is like, Okay, as I walk into the room, I want to roll to look cool. And the gym's like, you don't have to. It's it's just, no, I want to roll to look cool. And he rolls. And he does the World of Darkness equivalent of like a critical uh, level, like a nat one. But like two or three times worse. It's like, okay, let's roll for like da- silk, you know, damage resistance. And he fucks that up. So he walks through the door, and this is a big guy. He's like seven foot tall. He like walks through the door, and it it breaks and splinters as he does so. Like so far, so good. You know, like oh, I look so cool. Yeah. But no, one of the but like as the door comes apart, one of the frames is like a spike, and it shoves into the guy's chest and stakes him through the heart, which paralyzes you as a vampire in World of Darkness. Just like yeah, I'm gonna, and he just like falls over breaks a hole in the wall and every everyone you know all these normies all these mortals thinks like oh my god this guy just died <laughs> that's great but he's not bleeding <laughs> oh my god very cool yeah he takes himself out walking through a door <laughs> very cool <laughs> <laughs> he's over um all right let's see here um Polish drone strike yeah he said he said several holy shit right. yeah uh he said if you, he asked me, but I'll ask you guys too. You guys probably can answer this too. Because um, I actually answered him in the chat there. But uh, he asks, if you could add a music pack to a game using your collection of old synths, what game would it be? Or just like music in general. So which I already said, would, my, well, for me, it would be Cyberpunk 2077. I'd replace that soundtrack with synths in a heartbeat. Yeah. I uh, Cyberpunk 2077 soundtrack. I was just like, what a ocean of missed opportunity Yeah, for yeah. soundtrack. What an ocean of missed Nothing against the composers that made music for that, but, sure, but y'all didn't saying, get your music represented in the way that it could have been in something else. Cyberpunk just... Well, yeah, I, nothing against yeah. any professional who worked on that project. I'm just saying that yeah. I know what Cyberpunk should sound like. Yeah. 
that's really it. That's it. <laughs> I can't yeah. think of a better example. Yeah, Cyberpunk 2077, just more synth, man. I it's think sort of a very that, 80s if synth. If that sounded anything like Blade Runner 2049. Yes. I think that would have been perfect. Yeah, we're not saying you have to go all like retro wave. On no, it doesn't. Yeah. But we're but we're saying that like that is a lot more in tune with cyberpunk. Yeah, than, than like anything else. Two thousand than like late two thousand tens like zoomer shit. And here's I'm why like, you can get Keanu well, Reeves, but y'all couldn't get Carpenter. Bro- like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. <laughs> oh I'm, man. And here's yeah. the reason I'm going to point this out, and it's going to be very simple. In ten years' time, the soundtrack they chose. Will sound so alien and terrible. It won't it, even be corny in an, an endearing way, like a lot no, of the it'll, other stuff. Cyberpunk. No, it'll just be like it'll just be completely alien, and people are like, "What is this soundtrack?" Yeah. Aside from the title shit, which sounds like cyberpunk. Yeah. Once you get in the game and music and everything else, it doesn't sound like the universe. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven actually has a pretty okay main theme and uh, overall. Yeah, the tra- why couldn't everything sound like the trailer theme? Yeah, because uh, um, they put a lot of weird choices in that. But um, the samurai stuff was okay, actually, I that thought. That was, was hit or miss. Yeah, it, very hit or miss, but the, I thought it was the instrumental, okay. Instrumental, the instrumentals were, were good. Yeah. The melody was good. It's just I, I don't agree with the choice of like screaming yeah. yeah it just didn't work for me either it should yeah, sound when more I, like well when i heard the samurai out. stuff yeah when i heard the samurai stuff and drove around in the car i was sitting there going this is supposed to be the music that woke a generation and it doesn't even make me want to tap my foot that's yeah. a problem it sounds ironically it sounds a lot better in like the random like street players that are just playing like the riffs sure that's very chill that's, out that's yeah. where it sounds real that's where it sounds real. That's where they succeeded. Yeah, but that's atmosphere. not what Samurai is for. No, no. It, Samurai it just, is yeah. is a music where you get a bunch of randos to show up to like the shadow, the cyberpunk equivalent of like Blackwater, Cedar Krupp, and Riot and fight guys wearing samurai armor and machine guns. Yeah, like Johnny Silverhand does that. Right, and it's it's one of those things of it just a lot of it just feels completely out of place. Yeah. I don't know what would actually fit for Samurai in terms of like vocals, but it's it's like somewhere in between like you have like Kiss and then you have like Ozzy Osbourne and then you have uh, Metallica and you just kind of mix all of those without like the screaming. And I think you can kind of find yeah, some kind of happy medium like there. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, that would have character. Yeah. 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 Like, having character is a more important thing. I agree because in Cyberpunk, it's all about character. Your person is a character. It's about how you die and how you fight the system. And the game is about how you go out. It's style over substance. Oh, by the way, uh, they actually just released an update where they now will allow you to wear whatever clothes you want visually and still get the better stats of the other stuff underneath it. Oh, so they have MMO. achieved like the, an MMO. Yes, well, I was, I was just say, about like, to say. They finally he, achieved like the level of tech that like Terraria had. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were able to finally catch up with the next big well, thing. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, making armor and guns in that setting should be able to craft everything. Is it, it should You should have infinite pattern and choice. It should be infinite pattern and choice. And it sucks that I look back yeah. at games like Saints Row 2 that had more choice and customization of character, their demeanor, clothing, and actions than any sort of interaction <laughs> in Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. does. Oh, well, it's funny because uh, Polish actually continues your point, and he says, uh, did you guys know that Cyberpunk Radio is so fucked 
that the only way to add songs to it is to replace the existing ones and the new file must be exactly the same length or you will get a dead air in the end or it will cut out to the next one abruptly. Wow. They couldn't even get fucking GTA San Andreas levels of technology where you just have a private playlist radio station. Polish, your countrymen are embarrassing you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they should have hired him. him. Yeah, they should have destroyed him. They would have. They would have been like, you, you've betrayed us. You've betrayed CD Projekt Red. We will destroy you. And he's like, I am here to do battle. And then they have a sword fight in the lobby. <laughs> no, no, no. They they do a joust in their winged hussar get up. Oh, yeah. As his custom. Yeah. As his custom. He's like, Kurwa, I stab your penis. And they die. No, th- the problem is, is that Polish is like a, an anime protagonist. So yeah, if they show the up thing. to fight him, they're going to hit him. And he goes, oh, no. You've made the mistake. Polish, <laughs> lo- Polish like has like the looks and like bearing of like an a-list actor but he talks like an engineer yeah and he's <laughs> he's incredibly intelligent he knows a lot about philosophy and he's he's very well spoken and then he will just be like that sounds very cring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's his forbidden knowledge yeah he's he's a fun guy i like yeah. him a lot um, well, it looks like everybody started shifting into other conversations that have nothing to as do with tradition. Their, as is tradition. Yeah. That's for both the ox and the BPL. That yeah. as is tradition. As above, so below. Indeed. Well, at any rate, I think this is uh, about where I want to end this one off, guys. I just wanted to say uh, thank you guys for all tuning in and thank you guys for all hanging out. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Just wanted to let you guys know soon. The Magistrata Mundanus. Very you soon. You can downvote a podcast. You can downvote a podcast if you fucking want, but I've stopped looking, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs>